Yo, Adam. Yes. I think I have something that may be of interest to you. Now, would that be something you might be interested in? I don't know yet. <laughs> well, let me just throw a few names out there for you. Okay. Oscar Peterson. Yes. Okay. Herb Ellis. Yes. Ray Brown. Yes. Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Yes. Well, I've got something for you, buddy. Let's do it. Okay. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to take a deeper dive. Yes. On all your jazz piano needs. Absolutely. We've been having some exciting things happening at the Open Studio Jazz community. Oh, man. Did you check out Aaron Park's mentor session a couple weeks ago? It was so awesome. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was stuff like to practice, like some of his concepts that he laid out. I mean, it's stuff that I, I think I've heard before. I know I've heard it before. He but has, the way he but the way he combines them and then it just it's very inspiring, you know, for my very practice. Inspiring. And we've got Taylor Eigsty coming up. Yeah. Uh, in about a week. We've got Elio Alves this week. Don't yeah. sleep on your open studio membership and come to these mentor sessions. They're, They're so live. much fun. Yeah. Every Friday. Every Friday. Yeah. You've been known to do one every now and then as couple, well. A couple a couple of them. Yeah, that's Done that a few. Be fun. Yeah. Okay, so what I thought would be fun today. Uh, is if we listen to something that I just got hip to last night. Okay. Like, I've never seen this before. Okay. At least that I remember. Um, it's I, Oscar Peterson. It's Oscar. I already threw it out there. I killed all the drama. But Oscar Peterson, yeah. Herb Ellison, Ray Brown, and some other folks, too. We're not even going to get that far into it. But we're going to be checking out this trio, the drummerless, the wonderful Oscar Peterson drummerless trio. That's not what makes it wonderful that it's drummerless, but it is. I it do is love the Oscar Peterson drummerless trio, specifically with Ray Brown and Herb Ellis. Yeah. I think it's one of the great trios. And also... Uh, the the guitar piano trio is really underrepresented in today's scene. It's a great sound. Yeah, it really it really is. And I think for this venue, we're going to discover on this beautiful video. First of all, shout out Kelly Martin, the wonderful, beautiful, illustrious, intelligent, and my life partner Kelly Martin, because she hit me to this video last night at about eleven p.m. So it's ended up staying up quite a bit past my bedtime and watching this. Um, but isn't YouTube great? I mean, YouTube giveth. I know that sometimes it taketh as well, but in this yes, case, Yes, Peter, <laughs> it's 2008, and YouTube is great. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the fact that we have access, do you know what I would have killed to get access? No, I would, sorry. I would not have killed anyone to get access to this. Just a figure of speech. But, I mean, when I was coming up, listening to the records, to be able to see these videos, and look, we could. I had a little thing called a laser disc. I didn't have one. Boy, you but are old. I had access to one. <laughs> I didn't even have access to one, actually. But um, I saw them. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> I perused them. <laughs> I was I was laser disc adjacent back in the early eighties. Let's put it that way. Um and I saw some VHSs and different things. You but saw some VHSs <laughs> back in the eighties, did you? I mean, of jazz, but I don't know <laughs> about Oscar v- Peterson. <laughs> Just I want our listeners to note that in the eight in the nineteen eighties, Peter saw some VHSs. That's I, a, I never a actually put them into a machine. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys picked that up, but he is laser disc adjacent. <laughs> So, <laughs> see, this is why we we do the, the podcast a little later. What we lose in sunlight, we gain in humor. So. It's really throwing off our balance. So the <laughs> listeners can't see, but for everybody on YouTube, you might notice that our beautiful background is now a black curtain because it's it like, got too bright outside. It's too bright outside. If St. Louis has any faults this time of year, it's Tina it's too sunny. We need Tina from Sunshine. I know draperies in here. We need to, we need to improve that. Um, but anyway, Kelly hit me to this last night, and I, it's such an inspiring thing. And look, let's just play it. I'm going to pull it up. All right. Right here, and that's Norman Grands or Norman Grands, 
or Norman Grants. I'm not sure. But the famous jazz impresario, and I believe was at this time also Oscar Peterson uh, and Ella Fitzgerald, who appears later in this, um, and Ray Brown, all their managers as well, the presenter, the booking agent, who might have been a little bit of conflict of interest, but it was a different time. We're not going to talk about that. But the idea is that he put together these concerts. I believe it was like Charlie Parker with strings at Carnegie Hall. A lot of really early big time jazz presentations. He in, didn't he bring Oscar down when Oscar was still a teenager? Could be Norman. That sounds right. Yeah, I I, I know he was instrumental in his career. Um, but this is a cool venue. This is the Concertgebouw in Amsterdam. I believe I'm saying that right. Concertgebouw. Um, and in uh, Amsterdam, and check it out. So he's bringing up the band, the first trio. Ever seen our show? We'll recognize the great pianist Oscar Peterson. And this venue's great. I played it before. The dressing rooms are still up there. You have to walk through the audience because the dressing rooms are up at that behind the That's audience. That's so cool. Yeah. No lid on the piano, which well, as you see here. I think he already. He introduced uh, Ray Brown. And the Oscar Peterson Trio. Yeah, already. Look at that setup. That's amazing, they are man. Close it's like AM. my dream setup. So this good. huge hall, everybody's surrounding you. Amazing. Ray Brown just comes up with a perfect bow and intonation. Just bam. Right off the bat. Nice tempo. That is an easy tempo on your spring. Wow. Huh. But check it out. Do you hear he's tapping? I think it's Oscar Peters, I'm sure, is tapping his foot, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is super like steady and surprisingly loud. But the way that they're all playing is so relaxed, but it's like right in there in that groove, but you can hear that tapping. Oscar Peterson was uh, a, 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 um, a obsessive rehearser, apparently. They used yeah. to rehearse after their gigs in clubs. Right. Is that union approved? No, not union approved. <laughs> till like, you know, the break of dawn, they would rehearse for hours after they had just played a concert. Yeah. So this was, you know, one of the tightest groups in in the land at the time for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I mean Ray Brown is just like a textbook in textbook pizzicato and bowing and, and segue back and forth, textbook technique and just vibe the whole thing. Herb Ellis killing it as we're gonna see. Oh why does this sound better than a lot of current recordings? Wild. Ah uh. Hello Ray Brown. So 
is Oscar. Ray Brown's like, ah, he's so good. No, he's not. Greatest quarter ah. note. Push in a little bit. Yeah. And you way. see Herb Allen, it's just like quarter notes. He's kind of Freddie Greening it, but it's just like... His voicings and voice leading, specifically on the his high notes, really help inform. Yeah. You know. And he's right in that right middle. He's so, like, check it out. He's like checking out the register that he's in where he's moving around. They're so locked in. Oh. Uh-huh. And I mean, Ray Brown, everyone was like, oh, he played too far in front of the beat. Uh, it's a little bit on top of the beat, but it's, uh, it's so well. I mean, better on top than behind right. in this context, I think. And I would just say this. I, I hate to even stop this. I, I, I hate, hate to, I hate to talk over it, though. No, but it's like, so Ray Brown is, is, is a little on top of the beat. Herb Ellis perhaps is right on the beat, maybe even a tad behind. Yeah. But this is an important thing for like thinking about, especially when we play in a little bit more exposed trio situation without drums and without like typically we're thinking about the rhythm section really is the bass and the drums, right? So now it becomes kind of everybody's thing. But but if you even hear the way Oscar Peterson is solo, it's different than if he's playing with Ed Thickman, right? And so you've got the rhythm section be- becomes bass and guitar. And like the way that it's the same way, like the cymbal doesn't always have to be dang, dang, like the bass can be a little on top of it. Like you heard that with PC and Philly Joe Jones, the other way, maybe yeah. like, you know, that's a very exciting kind of thing. Like you can be in the groove without being metronomic precision of approaching the beat. In fact, that's where you have that interesting swing humanity that happens, I think. For sure. Kind of breaking up the comping, but kind of repeated pattern. That dude combed his hair well. Uh. What? what? Yeah, that's way faster. What than is happening? Hey, hey, hey! That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So it just, what's the most amazing part about all of that fast passaging yeah. things that were happening there, fast passaging, yeah. th- that fast passage was, it wasn't just him running his fingers and playing fast. He's playing like actual ideas. Yes. Like actual musical themes and ideas yeah, yeah. that are, that He's are just speeding up the, they're the, just the happening at an insane speed. That's yeah. incredible to no, see. It's, it's so great. And I mean, look, he's sweating, but like his oh, whole no. mannerisms, every are drop like of so sweat relaxed. Is, every drop of sweat is earned here. Yeah. Like, look at that. I mean, just, Effort, everything is directly. It's economy of motion. He's still super relaxed in his yeah. hands. Look at that. His legs are just. Bah, like, uh, uh. Picking his hand up to play those chords. Yeah. Uh, right into the arrangement, to the segue. Ah, uh, and the dynamics. You know, I've played in that room before. It's a little challenging for drums, actually. So this is a great kind of setup. Can imagine how great it sounded. Uh, 
Hey. Surprises everywhere. Like he's setting up expectations. That's a great. I think they required suits at this gig, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's a well-dressed crowd right there. That's great suits in 1957. Suits for the band, suits for the audience. Different time. Yeah, can we keep going a li little bit more, can we? Yes, please. Uh, Whose kid is that? I think it's uh, Papa Joe Jones. Okay. Yeah. Wait, it is. There's, there's gonna be some. Look, they're all within two feet of each other. Yeah. And the audience at the Concertgebouw is behind as well. Theater in the round, we call it in the biz. Uh. Uh. So I would just, I want to put something out there. So criticisms of Oscar Peterson that I hear. Yes. He's just chops. He's just technique. The Jazz Olympics, I've heard. It's the Jazz Olympics. And so obviously, like, you can't refute that by saying, oh, no, it's not that because his technique is off the charts, objectively. It is, it is that, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah but yeah. What, I would, what I would say is what I get out of this, and look, YMMV, we're going to bring that back. Your mileage may vary. Yep. But to me, what, you know, how he channels that is into a very positive place in terms of, like, he's able to express... And with the kind of level of nuances with the other types of things that are not just agility based mm -hmm. at an even higher level because he has this amazing technique. If you check out his dynamics, the weight of how he does this, how he voices things out, that's all part of technique that he's also taking advantage of. And so, yes, at times he plays very fast. As you just heard in that other arrangement, there's times when he's playing very slow and he's going back and forth. So to me, the nuanced approach, it opens up a world it, like he never to me, is relying on just chops in the traditional sense. I think sense. a lot of a lot of the a lot of his sort of um, detractors yeah. are going on the fact that there's so many bad imitators of what he's trying right. to do here. Like right. there's so many people like that learn one of his licks and then yeah, they or just trying to like thing. get the sound. And it's kind of corny when it's not done right. right. But when I, every whenever I hear him, especially when he's in this zone, which right. there are some live recordings where you're just like he's in another level. Yeah. Then and then almost any of his mode. studio S -tier albums. Beast mode. Like I think Oscar's one of these musicians, and there are a few who I would put like Roy Hargrove. I would put Oscar. I would put. Um, in a sense, even Miles, their live recordings are almost better than any studio record that they made because yeah. they are so in tune with the audience and they're getting energy from the audience. And sure. to me, Oscar Peterson is one of those players where every time I hear a live recording of him, I love it even more than his greatest studio recordings. Agree, yeah. agree for sure. Plus, I think some people coming down on him, it's just like my mama told me, there's going to be haters. Oh, boy. Everybody's technique is like kind of off the charts right now. It's not just Oscars. Dang, it's fast. I mean, look at where Raybron is walking and like how he's moving up and down through the registers. 
the other Ooh. thing is like, yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's so, it's so like, it is the Olympics. Oh. It is very athletic, but like the way that Oscar Peterson is playing physically is not like that. Like there's a, there's an effortless look to it, you know? <laughs> what is it? Oh, right, right, right. That was, that was a big circle we went on there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it's not like he's not, he's that actually not minimized. Like if you looked at what he was doing without, the, like check this out. We're going to go mute it here. Okay. Check this out. It's very compelling. Like it doesn't seem like. It doesn't for audience, for audience, well, if you're not watching now, I'm playing the video. He's, everybody's no sound. incredibly relaxed, even though this. Yeah, it looks like they might be playing kind of slowly or, I mean, you can tell he's moving, but like, like everything could be like right about here, right? It's not but frantic. Then, it's not stressed. No. It's, but then, bam. It's still not frantic, Boy. but it's very fast. I don't see any tension in his shoulders. Ray Brown, too. Ray Brown, Smooth as silk there. Look at that. Right hand. He's moving so he doesn't. What a sound. And Herb Ellis, too. A lot of trios doing that at these tempos, like those kind of tight yeah. arrangements. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. It actually reminded me of like some burning bluegrass bands that would do like a big tight shout chorus like that. And it's got that same kind of like joie de vivre. Amazing. And uh, oh, so good, so good. All right, I give it an A plus. A plus plus. I would put it S tier. S tier. S tier. Don't even know what that means, but I'm on board. <laughs> Whatever you want to put it, I'm as long as it's top level. That's yeah. really good. Well, until next time, you'll hear it. Dang, we heard it. We heard it, yo. Yeah.